Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. It's officially that time of year, folks. Time for us to run back one of our favorite segments here on the Cracked Interviews Podcast. We have officially reached the NCAA Sweet 16. As such, we are officially ready to unveil our Cracked Racket Sweet 16 press row, where I will attempt to speak with one representative from Every remaining Division One team still alive in that NCAA team event. Now, in the past, we've tried to speak with head coaches exclusively. I wanted to mix things up. We've been so fortunate to speak with so many of these head coaches, not just in the past, but in this 2023 season in particular, that, again, I wanted to hear a different perspective on where each of these teams currently sit entering this Sweet 16 weekend. As such, yes, you'll hear from some head coaches, but you'll also hear from some assistant coaches. You'll hear from some players over the next few days on this podcast. As again, I try to prepare all of us college tennis fans for the start of the NCAA Sweet 16. Before we get to today's episode, have to give a massive shout out to the support we get from our friends at Turner, who not only support this podcast, they support each and every week's episode of The Deciding Point and support tennis players everywhere by providing, simply put, the best grip available on the market. There's a reason all of us as tennis fans can identify a Turner grip on someone's racket. That iconic trademark blue color, it glistens on each and every tennis court. It's utilized, of course. It's also the best in the business, the most durable. It gets tackier as you sweat. And now they've got the latest iteration of their Turner grip as well as Turner has unveiled. Turner Tough, it's just a better version of that Turner grip all of us has come to love. You can, of course, find Turner Grips wherever you shop for your tennis supplies. And look, the next time you got to change your grip, know that Turner not only provides the best in the business, they support our podcasts here as well. So the least we can ask you to do is support them also. A massive shout out to our friends at Turner. Be sure to check out the latest iteration, the Turner Tough Grip today. With that said, let's get to it. Here is an episode from our 2023 NCAA Sweet 16 press row. Joining us on the podcast once again today is a man I can now call a returning champion here on our Crack Racket show, a man all of you college tennis fans will know best as an All-American, a man who delivered the clinching victory for the 2021 National Indoor winning UNC Tar Heels this past weekend as well with his victory over Utah. Welcome back onto our show, UNC senior Brian Cernock. Brian, how are you doing today? Doing well. Man, I didn't think you... uh 
could get all those words in without taking a breath. That was impressive. <laughs> it's a skill I've learned over the past five years. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, they're doing well though. Excited to be on the podcast again. Uh, looking forward to, to the rest of the tournament as well. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to have you. And let's just get right into it. Last weekend, the Tar Heels able to sneak into a top 16 seed. Let's actually start there. How closely were you monitoring the rankings down the season's home stretch? Uh, maybe you have freshmen who do it for you. That's the luxury of being a senior. But, you know, w- how closely were you looking at it? And what did it mean to be able to host those final two matches at home? Yeah, no, I, I was actually looking at it quite quite frequently, uh, a few times a day. I mean, obviously, I knew we were right on the edge there of 16, 15, 16, 17. Didn't, didn't really know where we were going to land, but... Um, I was looking at college tennis ranks a ton. Um, just looking at ITA rankings and all that. I'm uh, just trying to figure it out, but I was super excited that we were able to host, you know, we haven't, we had our brand new tennis center just, just finished, uh, being built. And unfortunately we, we played a few matches indoors, uh, obviously because of rain where we could have played on the new courts. So, uh, it was just nice to, to be able to play outside there in our new facility and, and compete out there is awesome. Did you hit the what if calculator? You plugged in some results. Uh, I didn't go that far, but I was just, <laughs> I was just looking at the at the projections. Maybe some of the guys looked at at the what ifs, but uh, I'm not that skilled yet. Haven't haven't done that. That's the next phase of your career. But no, yeah. I mean, you know, I just have Kiger text me because I did it yeah. for him, and then he uh, yeah. Like, right, yeah, what are the numbers? But um, you yeah. know, for. You guys in particular, you mentioned it, the new facility. It looks gorgeous on the cameras. What's it meant to you to be able to play some matches there this year? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, last year, obviously, we were, I mean, didn't have a tennis center. We were fortunate enough to play at uh, Chapel Hill Tennis Club uh, just down the road. Uh, they were a great host to us. Um, they had six in a row. Uh, we had some some fans come out. It was awesome. But it's nothing like playing at our, our own tennis center, you know, like, it's, it's just been a blast, you know, having stands on both sides, having a ton of fans come out, seeing them buy a beer at the concession stands or whatever, you know, it's just, it's just a fun environment and, and being able to, to, to go out there and compete in front of the fans and for the coaches and parents and all that is, is super, uh, super special. Mm-hmm. And for you guys this past weekend, for those listeners who don't know, again, you guys are in a 4-1 victory over Drake, 4-0 victory over Utah. Shaky start in doubles. Obviously, you dropped that point against Drake. From there, it was pretty smooth sailing. What happened in that opening point? And then ultimately, what did you think about how the guys reacted the rest of the weekend? Yeah, I think uh, I think we were just a little nervous, you know. I mean, it's the start of the NCAA tournament. Uh, I think we didn't do as well as we had hoped to do in, uh, in the ACCs. So I think guys were, were a little nervous the, the past two weeks training. I mean, we had good training, but still guys were, were nervous leading into the tournament. Uh, we came out a little tentative in doubles and, and Drake, you know, they played credit to them. Like they played well in doubles and they played well in, in spots and singles um, as well. But, you know, as soon as singles started uh, rolling, rolling in, like we, we've uh, hit the, hit the ground running and, and took it to them. And uh, it was a good way to, to finish off uh, the first round uh, leading into a tough opponent in Utah. Mm-hmm. In that Utah match, you guys come out really strong in doubles, um, but more 
perhaps pressingly, there was a moment there at the end of the match where there was a breaker for Will, there was a breaker, or excuse me, a breaker for Ben, there was a breaker for Carl, there was a breaker for yourself. That all kind of happened simultaneously. You know, again, you guys have had a lot of injuries this season, and so it feels like it's May 9th, and I still don't know what the best version of the Tar Heels look like. What did it mean for you guys to come through in that moment? And what sort of trust does that build moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I think it's huge. Obviously, like you mentioned, we've dealt with with a, a few injuries um, at different times of the year um, and illnesses and whatnot. But uh, to to come together right now is is really what it what it what it means to to compete. You know, like we're we're all healthy now. We're ready to go, and I think that you guys will see the best version of of the Tar Heels coming up. So. Well, I'm glad you phrase it like that. Do you think you've played your best match this season? So, like, the reason I bring that up is I go back to 2021. And I don't know if the Baylor match was your best match, but watching Will beat Boyton, that was one of those moments where it was just like, he's not losing on that day. You know, that was a year where I think you lost, like, twice. Three singles matches total at that number four spot. You weren't losing on that day. That's what a team's best performance looks like. I'm not saying you guys have had a bad year because you're a top 16 seed. You're one of the last 16 teams remaining, but you've been around the block. You think this team's played their best match yet? I do not think so. Okay. I, I, I truly don't. I mean, we've, I mean, if you look at our season right now, we've had a 4 3 with TCU where Anuj was up a set and 3 1, you know, maybe we could have squeezed that one out. We're playing at South Carolina. I'm up a set five four serving on on Samuel to to clinch the match. I didn't get that one. Uh South Carolina again at indoors, you know, it's deciding match and using a third set. We didn't get that one. So we've lost a lot of uh close matches. Um I think that's only made us tougher, you know. Looking back at it, you know, we're I don't even know what our record is, nineteen and seven or twenty and seven or something like that. But there's four, four or five matches there that we, I think we could have won and we're in position to win. And we just kind of took that as a lesson and uh, moving forward, I think we can clean some things up and, and be better in those situations. So uh, looking forward to a tough opponent in Texas and hopefully we can deliver something good there. We'll see. Yeah. No, 19 and eight overall for those at home wondering for the Tar Heels this season. Yeah, I got the cleanup job. Don't worry. I know what my job is here on this show. Um, It's (laughs) to set you up for the poaches. Uh, Much, you know, much as that was Will's job many moons ago. Uh, This year, you know, on top of all the injuries and stuff, you guys have worked in a lot of new pieces. And I'm curious from the player perspective, what's it like working in guys like, you know, a guy like Carl or a guy like Ryan who, yes, they're new to the Tar Heels, but they're not freshmen. They're both guys who have had plenty of success in college tennis. You know, talk to me about acclimating them and what they've contributed this year. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're great additions to the team. They're, they're super nice guys, outgoing, really fun to be around and to train with. Um, obviously it's a little different, you know, coming from, uh, a smaller school in Princeton, the Ivy League, slightly different than the ACC or or uh, the other conferences. You know, their Power Fives, but you know they've they've adjusted well. I think there's at times earlier in the season where you could tell it was a little shaky. Um, you know, just in tight moments, maybe they got a little more nervous than they had uh, had previous in previous years. But I think that they're clicking. You know, like Carl 
like he didn't get the job done against Utah, but he was in the position to to finish that match. Segerman's been playing great recently. So uh, just to see that come full circle is is awesome. Who likes lefties, Sam or Trip more? Oh man, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good question. I think I think they both love love the lefties. We got a few now. I was, I was uh, super excited to get Jansen and Carl. You know, yeah. I've been the only lefty the past four years. It's it's been nice. To, yeah, you, but, uh, maybe I'll say myself. I don't yeah, know. no, I think that's the answer. <laughs> I think they loved you so much. They're like, we got to find more of that. Um, yeah. What's it like going up that uh, against the Segerman serve forehand in practice? Tough. Hate returning, <laughs> Hate returning it. I mean that kick is is something, you know. He's got he's got a like world class serve, you know. It's when when it's on, it's it's really tough. Um, and he's got a heavy forehand, but you know, it's just just keeping him focused is is the best thing for him, you know. And uh, he can go a, a little stray at times, but uh, keeping him locked in, and he's he's going to be really tough to beat. No, it's fun because you have that. You have Carl, who's a little craftier. Like, again, brings out those lefty. I'm sure you're like, dude, I haven't had to bend like this in a year and a half. Like, I'm not yeah. used to these angles anymore. Yeah. Um, I feel like what's it like in practice? Again, getting to go up against all these different games. Because it feels like you guys got to, you know, again, you mentioned a news. You want to go hit for nine hours. Let's go hit with a news. You, Chris <laughs> Lee, I think same deal. And then you've got Ben with these weapons. I want to ask you about the freshmen specifically in a second. But what's that like at practice, getting all those different looks? What does that do for your game? I mean, it helps us. I mean, it helps us up and down the line. You know, some guys are playing a lefty. Some guys are playing a big hitter, you know, similar to Gate or have a big serve like like segment, you know, we're, we're able to, to mix and match and practice, uh, to kind of, you know, get ready for whoever, or whoever our opponent is. And, uh, it's been, been really helpful. Uh, practices are great. Uh, everybody on the team gets along great. So our, our practices are really fun. Obviously we work extremely hard, but, uh, just having that, that versatility, you know, up and down, uh, the lineup and like with all the guys on the team, it's, it's really helpful. What? How have Kate and Will acclimated themselves? Obviously, freshmen come in. You you've been around a lot of good freshmen over your time. How you, you look at the Will's results? I think he's second on the team in wins behind Carl. Obviously, Ben the massive straight set win this past weekend over uh, Utah. How have those two managed to have such success so quickly? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little interesting at first with uh, with Jansen coming in in the spring. You know, coming coming uh, from overseas from London. Uh, he was probably a little nervous coming in, didn't know anybody. Um, so it was, it was great to see him kind of thrive in the environment early on. Uh, I'm sure you've seen his, some of his celebrations. Yeah. He, he, he can, uh, he can go after it. So, and he's the same way in practice too, which is awesome. <laughs> um, and Kate has been great. You know, he's had, a, he's had a few injuries in the fall and, and he's really picking it up here. So, uh, it's just great to see them, you know, playing well at the right times and, yeah, it's good. Who hits bigger, you or Ben? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of firepower uh, at two doubles. Yeah, he probably has the bigger serve. I'll, I'll give him that for sure. Uh, he, at he least can, right now. He can crack it, though. He can crack it. I don't know. Um, probably on a standard ball, he might hit a little bigger. But if I'm if I'm gunning it, I'll, I'll take myself. Was his tweener a top three shot you've ever seen this past weekend? Ever? In college tennis, it's got to be up there. Uh, I'll give the nod to to Kiger here against Southern Cal, my freshman year, the uh, the one that went over the net and back. 
the super and regional vo- yeah. yeah oh yeah, my god i forgot about that one that's a good one i'll give i'll give kai the nod on that just because i've never seen something like that before ever um but that was that was a cool cool shot i'm still waiting for that to to pop up on the cracked <laughs> top 10 <laughs> yeah well i leave that <laughs> to the editor out there yeah, exactly. No, I I try to remove. I leave that to the editorial team. I gotta stay away from that. I can't be making those sorts of decisions. Yeah. You know, you guys played a bunch of different guys this year. I think you played six different guys at six, which you know that's a lot. And I know a lot of that's injury dependent. I'm curious, just from your perspective. I know last year on the job, how frustrating was it to deal with the injuries all season long, be on the sideline? And again, where do you feel you're at with your game now? Yeah. Um... Yes, I mean, it's definitely frustrating. Like you mentioned, we had six different guys play at, at the five six spot, which obviously there's it's not great, maybe, but it, it, there's also a silver lining. Like, look, we got a deep team. You know, that means we got we got some guys that can step up and and compete at the at the highest level, which is never a bad thing. Um, you know, if you want to win a national championship, you got to be a, you got to have the deepest team possible. So. Um, guys, guys have been stepping up and playing well at times. So, um, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Um, just, yeah, whoever steps up at, at five and six, you know, hopefully they, they play a good match, uh, and coaches made the right decision to put them in, you know? So, uh, obviously everybody on the team has, has full trust and faith that they're going to go out there and compete, uh, and do their best, give their best effort. So. Uh, we have full confidence in anybody that comes out, comes out uh, line one through six. Um, and then for myself, obviously the the shoulders been a little issue, shoulder, elbow, but uh, I've been feeling better the past month or so. I've uh, been able to train a little harder, put in a few more hours on the court uh, than I did in the early earlier parts of the season. Um, and I think it's maybe shown a little bit. I've started to play a little better, you know, in the tail end of the season here. And uh just means that good things are coming. I mean, I'm ex- I'm excited for the for the home stretch here. Yeah, again, I I still think you guys have yet to play your best match, and with that in mind, obviously you get the test of tests. Number one, Texas in Austin. Before I ask you about the match, going, you know, the super regional format. You're one of the rare people I can ask because you went to USC and you got to win in in the super regional. You've traveled to a couple of different places. I think you went to Florida last year uh, mm-hmm. for the super regional. You've also been in Orlando where they played the round of 16 at a neutral site. Do you prefer the Super Regionals or the the Sweet 16 in one location? Well, what's it, what's the perspective of a player? It's a good question. I mean, I personally I'll take the Super Regional mm-hmm. just because I think if you're playing, I mean, at home or away, there's going to be a bigger crowd there, you know? You're going to have a home crowd. I'm, I I don't really shy away from crowds like that. I I embrace it. I think all college players do, or they should, you know, it's, it's a fun environment. And, uh, obviously it's slightly better if you're able to host that super regional, but, um, either way, I mean, I think it's, it's great for, for college tennis to, to showcase, you know, the school and, and what that, what that, uh, environment looks like, um, to bring fans in. Um, but I mean, the sweet 16 side is also great. Like Orlando is a great, uh, spot to compete in obviously very hot down there but uh yeah I'll, I'll probably go the, the super regional format mm-hmm. no I, it's just interesting i mean either way i guess 
you're probably traveling if you're not a top eight seed and the advantages of being top eight are very, very clear. But yeah, again, fans are always the preference. It sounds like that's, that's been the, the, the theme I've been hearing. And so it's interesting to hear your perspective as well. Yeah. And on that match in general, I'm sure you've gotten to know Spiz a little bit, Wall Deep, all these, you know, uh, cleave over the years. What's it going to take for the Tar Heels to go down to Austin and get a win? What do you think about the matchup? It's going to take a full team effort. Yeah. We got to have one through 12 locked in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Texas, great team, uh, very experienced team. Um, I think what finals at indoors, Big 12 regular season champs, finals, Big 12 tournament. Barely lost a match all year. They've, they've played great, but I think like like uh, I've said and you said, like we haven't played our best tennis yet. We haven't played our best match yet. So uh, we're definitely coming in there to, to win that match. You know, um, we're not just going to be like, oh, wow, we're playing Texas. It's a great experience. Like we're coming in to, to win that match. Um, and I think we can do it if we if we uh, put a full team effort together and really uh, swing for the fences and go for it. Outside of your match against Spaziri, which is obviously must-see TV, <clears throat> excuse me, for college tennis fans everywhere, give me one matchup, doubles point, two through six, one you think college fans should be locked in on, one you just think is going to be a really fun battle this weekend. Is is Mike at three in singles? At, yeah, he's at three. Mm. And six is... Uh, Our Millie. Yeah. Um. Who's there, Who's at five again? It's Cleve. Cleve, Cleve at five. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'll say Jansen and and uh, Micah. Yeah, that's a I fun. See that. That's could fiery. Be, could be fiery. Could be yeah. very fiery. Yeah. yeah, Jansen's must see TV, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's box office. You know, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll get it going. Yeah. Um, so I think that'll be a fun one uh, for fans to watch and uh, for me to, to play next to. So, yeah, as you as you go from freshman to senior and you see someone with that youthful exuberance and almost night, you know, naivete, dare I say, of will. What is your reaction to playing next to that? Like, what what's it like to deal? Is it fun? Does it add to the environment? Like, does it get you fired up? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun playing next to him, uh, looking over and seeing him, just just waving to the crowd and and getting them hyped up. Obviously, it's it's a little funny for me too, just watching him. To, it's it's thirty fifteen. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> first game of the match. Thirty fifteen. He's he's hyping up the crowd. So. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun just to to play next to and then obviously it like it's it's contagious you know up and down the line like if everybody's just mute out there like the crowd's not going to get as involved as they are if you're if you're just hyping them up you know so uh, I think it's very contagious and and the other guys feed off of it um, talked about that to the team you know Jansen Jansen's been great and positive on court so uh, trying to incorporate that a little more from from everybody as well. No, I love to hear it. What's been the biggest surprise to you throughout the course of this season? For our team? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, like a specific match or just... Well, just other than the injuries. I'm sure the surprise is like... I mean, just the injuries. Yeah, suck, but, but maybe um, it's the freshman. Maybe, again, it's just... It's the I don't know I again that's why I asked that question I'm always curious to see where you guys are going to take it has anything caught you off guard about this 2023 Tar Heels team? Not really I mean 
Well, not, I wouldn't say I'm really surprised about this, but like, I think this is, this is one of the most fun years that I've had um, on the team. And I'll take myself out of the equation. Like I haven't played my best tennis. I've lost maybe a lot more matches than I have in, uh, in previous years, uh, which is totally fine. I mean, obviously I want to win all my matches, but I understand that's not going to happen on, on every given day. But uh, I think this has been one of the most fun years. All the guys, you know, really love each other. Uh, we've built like a special bond here. So I think just, just having that and going on the road and, and playing cards at night and stuff like that's just, just been very special and uh, definitely going to miss that. Best card player on the team right now? Oh, man. What well, game are you guys rocking, by the way? Well, we, we're, we're playing blackjack, so. Uh, yeah, that's what I so, like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Logan's been trying to trying to count cards, so <laughs> he might be. But it hasn't been working out for him lately. I don't yeah. know. No, Maybe, well, I, I'd say Peter. Uh, interesting. Peter, Peter's been, been interesting. Well, it it's interesting to hear you say that you guys are playing blackjack because that might explain something. Talk me through Coach Paul's fit on Sunday and the hat and the track suit and just the entire uh, just vibe Coach Sam Paul was evi- – like just everything about what he was wearing. That is a G. Like that is just he's a man. Got some, he's got some next-level swagger to his Yeah, name. so when, like what? Like where has that been? All, like that is no, swag. Like, I haven't seen him wear shorts all year. <laughs> it can be 90 degrees or, or – 50 degrees. He's, he's wearing sweats, probably a t-shirt, long sleeve and sweater and some J's. Yeah. Uh, he's got the, uh, the baseball hat on. Right. I, sometimes I joke with him. I call him coach Forbes or, or uh, the UNC baseball coach. Cause he, he rocks his hat all the time. So, uh, no, he's got some swagger for sure. It's, it's, uh, it's cool to see and see him walk around and he knows it too. Yeah. He won't say it, but he definitely knows he's got some swag. It's like, especially knowing the accent as well as I do to like, that's a man who has, should have a cocktail in his hand sitting on a beach chair, just somewhere <laughs> like that is a man with, yeah, with charisma. It yeah. is, it, it's unbelievable. It's just, it's a good, all I'm saying is if that's the outfit he got, he rocks on Saturday, you guys are 12% more likely to beat Texas. Like that would just be my, <laughs> I'll make just, sure I tell him that he, yeah. he, uh, he'll put, pull it, put his best fit on for sure. Yeah, Cause then the Austin crowd's like, well, we respect this team. Cause look yeah. at their leader. Like, look at that man. That's how can you not? And you know, obviously I know last year for you, uh, last year of eligibility for you, I'm sure you're focused on this 2023 home stretch, but what are your postseason plans look like? What did the next few months look like following May? Yeah, I mean, right now, obviously, just focused on on the team and individual tournament. You know, finishing out this these last few weeks. But after that, I mean, I'm looking to play. Like, I want to give it a shot, give it a go. I've been playing tennis for 14 years. I've traveled, played all the ITFs and everything, uh, and uh, done done the whole college thing, done decent in college. So I think I should should give it a crack. Um, see how I can do on the tour and, and hopefully I can do some, some good things out there, singles or doubles, both, whatever it is. Uh, but I think giving it a few years out there will, will be fun. I know we've talked about this off mic, but you got to play those hidden wildcard events last summer. What was that like? What does that experience do for you? Yeah, it's a great experience. I mean, we got eight guys that are the top, top of college tennis battling for, for wild cards into pro tournaments and kind of, 
kickstart that journey. Um, so it's, it's fun to be around those guys and compete at the highest level, uh, in college tennis. And I think some of the guys in college tennis are some of the best players in the world, you know? Uh, so just having, having that exposure and, and being able to play for something, uh, is awesome. And I, I hope I get another opportunity like that again, you know, somewhere down the, down the road. When you played Shelton at the regional final, were you like, yeah, that's an Australian open quarterfinalist. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about that match. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's uh, yeah. Hopefully I put on a, a slightly better performance. Maybe, maybe win a, a couple more games than that this weekend. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, but, I, yeah, no, Shelton's been absolutely killing it out there. It's pretty, pretty cool to see. I don't really feel too bad about mm-hmm. uh, that whooping that I got. Last year. <laughs> no. he's, he's beating guys top 50 in the world, like two and two. Yeah, you like been there. You're like, I know the feeling, my friends. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, the reason I bring it up is to speak to the level again. Like you had that in college tennis as recently as last year. And yeah, do you feel like your game? I mean, you know, I know you want to put in a training block, get healthy before you get off on the pro tour, but you feel like your game, you know, again, has progressed to the point where you're ready to go test it on the pros. Yeah. I mean, I think I've, I've put in a lot of, a lot of hours, a lot of work with the coaches, um, past five years. Um, and obviously my, my main priority was the team always, right? Like team always comes first, winning a national championship always comes first, but we always have that, that other goal, you know, in the, in the back of my mind that I want to play pro tennis and uh, I want to succeed, you know, on that, that level, um, outside of college tennis. So, uh, obviously we're working towards that as well. Not just, uh, you know, winning a national championship or winning the ACC tournament or whatever that is. Like those are, those are our main focus, but there's, there's also other building blocks, you know, I guess you could say behind the scenes, maybe like that, that I want to play out there and, and give it a shot. So, uh, I think I've, I've developed a lot. Um, there's definitely a lot more work to do. Um, and then obviously with the shoulder and stuff, like, think I'm going to take time this summer to, to get a little fitter, um, stronger, you know, get my shoulder right, take care of that. And then, then start playing, you know, late summer, early fall, something like that. I think it was four or five or I think it was four or five, maybe three, five in the breaker. And then you hit another one on match point. What does 2019 Brian Cernock do on those passing shots to end that set against Utah? Because I'll tell you what, 2023 Brian Cernock laced some winners. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what 2019 uh back fence doing. I, don't, I mean yeah. it's a like i don't know either either i get really tight and dump it bottom of the net or i'm just like trying to lace it right at the guy's chest and sure. i miss it by a mile or or i get it <laughs> yeah exactly that's a testament to the development like again it was just such good tennis down the home stretch and really fun to watch Last two questions for you, and I'm asking this to every person I interview. I know you're following college tennis. You get, you obviously have a lot of peers and friends who are playing across the country. Is there a team or coach or player outside of UNC this year who's caught your eye or you know particularly impressed you during this college tennis season? Because obviously there's been a lot of good storylines. Georgia. Yeah. One, their fan base is a joke. <laughs> really? got they got a whole football squad coming out there watching their matches. They got 3000 fans, pretty, pretty cool to see, but um, yeah, they've, they've played really, really well. They've played very disciplined, you know, up and down the line and like 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know what their preseason ranking was or whatever, but they've they've really done well this year. And it was, it was cool to see uh, Trent Bride put together a, a really good season as well. Um, obviously, had maybe slightly of a down year last year and to, to see him come back and, and play well this year and play for the team is, is pretty cool to see. You know, somebody that I grew up playing with, uh, it's, it's good. Yeah, no, it, it it has been one of the awesome storylines. I appreciate that. And uh, I'm curious, again, I'm asking this to everyone, May 9th, 16 teams remaining. It's been a year where, you know, again, I guess 2018 Wake Forest was just before you got there. But over the years, there have been teams where you're like, that's the national championship favorite or those Virginia teams, SC teams before them, obviously. Yeah. Feels like this year you could say that maybe about all 16 teams remaining. And so I ask you, players' perspective, is there a favorite right now to capture the title? I'm going to go with no. I don't think there is a favorite right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like you mentioned, like those UVA teams are that have been so dominant, you know, winning three out of four, Southern Cal, you know, Georgia back in the day as well, sweeping everything. Uh, right now, I don't think there's a clear favorite. I mean, I think there's – like you said, 16 teams that, that are going for it. Um, I mean, I'd like to say we're the favorite, but um, I mean, I obviously, I, I, I don't know. I think we shot at it if, if we play well, um, but there's a lot of teams that have done well throughout the year that, that can really give, give every team some trouble. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. It's going to be a very fun ending to the 2023 yeah. season. I agree. And something that's made my life, more enjoyable and certainly my professional life easier is to have you in college tennis and yeah like i've been talking to some people like this is my first class of like guys who are graduating it's like what am i gonna do without the U's and the maloney's the guys i've been with from the start it's like yeah now the the problem is when you and i met i was like 24 and it wasn't weird now i'm 27 it's a little weird and so um no i i i appreciate all of your tolerance of my nonsense over the years i appreciate all you've done great for for college tennis great for tennis in general to to have someone like you and and crack rackets you know doing what they doing what you guys do it's been awesome well, I appreciate that, and obviously looking forward to seeing you in the heels not only compete this weekend, but uh, throughout the remainder of this NCAA tournament, and looking forward to seeing what you do out there on the Pro Tour. So, obviously, this is not the last time we will have you on this show, and you know, regardless of what happens this weekend, you mentioned it, NCAA individuals coming up. I will see you down in Orlando, my friend, and I appreciate yeah, you taking the time to chat to today. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Take care, and go uh, Heels. Yeah, go Heels. See ya. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Hope all of you enjoyed this edition of our 2023 NCAA Sweet 16 Press Row. A massive thank you to every player and coach who participated in this series. We're all excited for the home stretch of the 2023 NCAA season. Hopefully these episodes help all of you feel more prepared for the impending action. Speaking of which, if you need to catch up on anything that's happened in this NCAA tournament, Tuesday, Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, we'll have episodes of The Deciding Point recapping everything that 
that's happened to date. Of course, we'll also have coverage of the Sweet 16 Friday, Saturday on our Crack Rackets YouTube channel. We'll have coverage of the quarterfinals of the D1 event. We're also going to start to work in some D2, D3 coverage as well. So rest easy. College tennis fans, we have you covered with coverage of everything that'll happen down the stretch of this 2023 season. Of course, a shout out here at Crack Rackets to the man who makes all of that possible. Our super producer, Daniel Westoff, who has a f- of an editing job to do day in, day out. A shout out as well to our dear friends at Turna for their support. Turner Tough, best grip in the business. You can find it wherever you shop for your tennis supplies today. With all of that said, for our fantastic guest, our super producer, Daniel Westoff, our friends at Turner, and from all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>